How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees with your boys, Alex and Nick. Today, we're discussing an odd kind of link the Yankees have had in the infield free agent market. Now, we've kind of been talking about jerks and Profar and the left field position, but suddenly we hear from John Heyman in the New York Post that the Yankees have actually been intrigued with veteran infielder Josh Harrison. Now, if you don't know who he is, we'll break him down for you, what he offers this team, and the fact that the Yankees are trying to stay below that fourth luxury tax threshold, um, essentially the Steve Cohen luxury tax threshold. They want to stay below that, and Josh Harrison's a pretty cheap acquisition. Now, if the Yankees are still looking to get a guy like Profar, they're going to have to trade somebody, uh, whether it be you know, I guess Aaron Hicks or whether it be IKF or whether it be Josh Donaldson, a lot of money to be offloaded. Harrison is a very cheap 35-year-old veteran infielder who really, I don't get why they're interested in him. The Yankees have so many infielders right now. Why add another competitor to the mix? We don't even know who's going to be playing uh, shortstop or third base right now. We don't even know if Gleyber Torres will be on this team um, the full season. He might be traded at some point. So why figure to add another piece to that element right now? and then confuse yourself even more. I don't really get it, but we're going to break him down for you. We're going to talk about what he offers and why the Yankees might be intrigued with him and uh, the corresponding moves that kind of may unfold because of it. Uh, but Nick, before we dive into it, how do you do today, my friend? I'm good. I'm doing really well today. Uh, it's Giants football day, baby. So I know you're hyped about that. I know you guys have probably been pumping out Fireside Giants content all day today. Um, first of all, like, like, fuck the Eagles. I mean, psh. Are you kidding me? Yes. Who wants the yes. Eagles Screw to win the Eagles. other than Philly fans? And even did you Philly hear what they fans just did? still destroy the city if they win. So it's like, exactly. why would we want them to win? They're going to destroy did the city Did you hear what regardless. they just did? They, no. they, just, um, they just, apparently the Giants hotel they're staying in, none of the, the water doesn't work. So they, like they can't take showers water? or do anything. They, they, they said it was a burst pipe, but to me it sounds like some, some uh, bullshit sabotage. And if I were the Giants, I'd be pissed. Yeah, I'd be pissed too, but at the same time, I'd probably just go to a different hotel and be like, you know what, fuck you guys. You guys are going to play stupid games, win stupid prizes. When the Giants win tonight, they'll be the ones that are going to be taking the cold shower, the Eagles. They're going to be sitting there like, damn, we should probably have not done that. But hey, whatever. If that, if and it could not, you know, have anything to do with them, I think it could be a burst pipe, sure. But I don't really care. Screw the Eagles. Let's go Giants, baby. Big Blue Nation coming to a town near you. I can't wait. I'm, I love football in terms of postseason football. It's certainly not postseason baseball, but I'm, I'm doing great today, man. I'm excited to talk about Josh Harrison because I know you said, like, why would the Yankees look at getting him? But he does bring some value. So it's like, honestly, I can't be too mad if they do bring him on. But like you said, they got to move other pieces. Currently, the 40-man is filled. So I don't know what they're thinking right now in terms of if they bring in Harrison or Profar, someone's got to go. It just remains to be seen who that person is. Fingers crossed it's IKF, um, because honestly, Harrison brings more to the table than IKF, and I will, I'll, I'll defend that as we go in this episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, right now, the Yankees don't need any more infielders. That's kind of the first and foremost discussion. Josh Harrison's kind of interesting. So he's 35 years old, as I mentioned before, right-handed hitter, righty thrower, five foot eight, 190 pounds. He can play second base and third base. He does have some um, experience in the outfield, so maybe they view him as kind of this utility option, like a maybe he can play. I, I want to like say Matt Carpenter, but like he doesn't really have any like comparisons to Matt Carpenter at all. In fact, he's like the <laughs> like the direct opposite of Matt Carpenter, but more so like finding gems who can be productive if you need them to be. Um, <clears throat> he's only hit double-digit homers twice in his career last season with the Chicago White Sox. He hit 256 with a 317 OBP, 98 WRC plus, hit seven homers over 119 games with uh, 27 RBIs. But 2021 hit 279 with a 34 with a 34 percent on base percentage, 104 WRC plus, eight homers, 60 RBIs. 
RBIs, nine stolen bases. Um, you know, he he does have some value, right? His his on base percentage kind of dipped significantly um, after the 2021 season. He was at 35%, 34% 2021, and then 31, almost 32% this past year. But his ability to hit for average is obviously something that stands out defensively. He's actually a decent player. Um, he did play a majority of his snaps at uh, second base in 2022, had 750 about, um, had what 971 fielding percentage, and I think he had three defensive runs saved and three outs above average. And then on the th- at third base, yeah, it's not bad. 188 innings, uh, three defensive runs saved, and one out above average. He's a good defender, right? Like you're bringing that's in this guy to really be. Good. I didn't know he was that. Yeah. Good. Like that's yeah, it's that, not like, bad. Small of a sample size too. That's pretty damn good. And that's why exactly. I like him more than IKF. I mean, the guy had a 98 WRC plus and a 1.4 F4 last year, both marks higher than IKF, and he had 106 less plate appearances than IKF. So it's like if I had a choice between Harrison and IKF, I'm taking Josh Harrison every day of the week. Also, because Josh Harrison's Harris, Harris, Josh Harrison's personality, I think, fits the Yankees better than IKF's. No disrespect to IKF. I mean, Josh Harrison's kind of that guy in the clubhouse that's definitely like an energetic dude, likes to have fun, really involved with the fan base, really energetic, and has a, and very charismatic as well, and has a bit of a fire inside of him. IKF, I, I couldn't help but notice that there was like no fire at all last season. It was like kind of like puppy dog eyes a lot of the time with IKF. And Harrison would bring that veteran leadership and some edge to the team, which they maybe had wanted from Josh Donaldson and they didn't really get. But Harrison could be that guy. And he's, we're also not talking about a person that's going to play 130 games for the Yankees, God forbid, assuming no one gets injured. Like, Harrison would just be a guy that could relieve Glaber Torres on some days, could relieve JD or DJ at third some days, plays a little bit of shortstop as well and plays a little bit of the outfield. Those are both his worst position by far. But like you said, good defender at second, good defender at third, especially for the small sample size. I don't know. I'm, I'm convincing myself on this move more and more because like, I'd much rather have Harrison for $3 million on the bench than, than IKF for $6 million, or Josh Donaldson for $21 million, or Aaron Hicks for $10 million. Like I know he doesn't play the outfield, and Hicks is surprisingly quite good in left field. I believe he had eight outs above average and one defensive run saved. Or whoops, eight defensive runs saved and one out above average last year in left field, which isn't bad. But the sad thing for Hicks is that everyone remembers the one game against the Rays where he dropped the ball in the foul territory that was fair, and then he had the one go right over his head. He just he looks a bit lazy out there, and it's pretty funny. Someone posted a picture of um like the Yankees like players that have already shown up to like the uh, training complex in Tampa. Like, we already have a bunch of guys there starting to throw, starting to hit off tees, starting to do some soft toss, bullpen, like all sorts of things. And then Aaron Hicks is, like, in Europe right now on a vacation. So everyone's like, wow, the one, the one guy that needed to get the most training and, like, and work in is on vacation right now. And I'm not saying don't enjoy your life. You know, these players are human beings too. But Aaron, you couldn't have taken the vacation, like, a month earlier. Instead, you have to take it the month before we're getting ready for spring training. Like, you're just hanging out on, like, a yacht while everyone else is, like, getting ready for the season. <sighs> maybe his, maybe he's just checked out. I don't know. I want to believe in Hicks, but I don't know. But Harrison would bring some veteran leadership. I think he'd be a good pickup, especially for, like, $3 million, like I said. And it'd just be kind of, I know it's another infielder and it's another righty bat, but he's not, he's not a bad player. Like you said, great contact splits as well. He would bring something to the team that they don't really have a lot of. And that's what I like about this move, if we choose to pull the trigger. Yeah, I mean, look, he's a decent he's a decent defensive infielder. And the, the only thing is, like, the only way this move actually happens, in my opinion, is if they're confident that IKF or Donaldson will not be on the roster moving forward. Because, 
you know, IKF, shortstop, third base, you know, where is he really going to feature here? There is really no role for him. Peraza's going to win that battle, and they would, I, in my opinion, if I was the, if I was management, I'd rather have Volpe play and in, and struggle than IKF hit weak ground balls to the infielders. You know what I mean? Like this is, yeah, because this Volpe is just like look, elevate the baseball, right? And he's a good defensive player as well. Like he has promise there, and and I'd rather him get the opportunity to gain experience and get better than IKF just kind of suck and. That's kind of where we are right now is like there is no role for IKF on this team. He, he is he is a backup third baseman. The problem is I'd rather have Donaldson at third base defensively. And honestly, I'd rather have Donaldson play over IKF in general. I think that oh. he's better than IKF. Yeah, his upside um, is and, so much better than IKF. His upside IKF, is better. Yankees fans are going to die on IKF's hill where it's like he bat 264. How many Yankees Who bat cares? 264? No one gives a shit about batting average if it doesn't correlate to OBP. Now, Harrison right. doesn't really walk a lot either, like you mentioned, but we don't need two guys that don't walk and only hit for contact. So if we bring in Harrison, IKF's got to be the odd man out, I think. And Boone, with his quote that he had talked on a Yes, the uh, Hot Stove, where he's like, yeah, it's going to be a battle at shortstop for that position when it comes down to IK, not IKF, Volpe and Parazza. He didn't even really mention IKF. Like, he was talking about Volpe a ton and Parazza. Mm -hmm. He's like, if, I think he also said if Volpe kicks the door in, then we have no chance or no choice but to show our hand and basically say, hey, fuck it. We're going to put him on the roster. You earn this. And if that happens, then IKF's going to get even less at-bats. So it's like, you're 100% right, dude. He's honestly, if, if Volpe makes the roster, IKF would probably be the team's third-choice shortstop and the team's third-choice third baseman. Why do we need that? If he, if he wants to be a pinch runner then just use Volpe in that role because Volpe's faster anyways. IKF's a decent base runner. He's not bad. He had a 1.1 base running score for um, a BSR from Fangraphs. Josh Harrison had a negative 1.6. So is that difference between the two that drastic enough to be like, oh yeah, I'd much prefer IKF? The guy that, granted, he did do his job as a stopgap shortstop. No one should have expected anything too crazy out of IKF last year. I know a lot of people were getting hyped up after he had a pretty solid spring training, but as we learned with Higgy, that doesn't translate to the regular season. Higashioka lost mm -hmm. his job after like a month and a half because he was solely living off of the fumes of his spring training performance where he hit more home runs than Bryce Harper. So right. if IKF somehow impresses in spring, I don't want that to be enough of a reason to be like, you know what, he's our starting shortstop again. Because we've tried that, it didn't work out, let's move on. You don't see like Franken like who like Dr. Frankenstein when he created Frankenstein's monster. If it didn't work out, you don't think he's just gonna be sitting there and be like, oh, well, this was a catastrophic failure. Let's do another one. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't when you have bad experiments, you don't want to repeat those bad experiments to get the same result. If IKF starting at shortstop, it's just gonna be more of the same we saw last season. Some good plays every now and then, decent bat to ball skills, always gonna put the ball in play. But when you hit the ball like 85 miles an hour on average for his exit velocity, which is like bottom third in baseball, you're not going to really make a difference. And he's not like a Luis Arias or dare I say even Nick Madrigal, where it's going to be like he's going to bat 300, 310 mm -hmm. and give you those elite batted ball skills and contact skills. It's going to be like an inconsistent 265 with like a home run or two here and there and one home run or two that you can't believe he hit. And that's what happened last year. So I don't know. I'm done with IKF at this point. I've, I've already kind of mentally checked him out of this team like i'm looking at this roster and i'm like you know what ikf won't be here and if harrison's there in his place fine by me
Yeah, I mean, ultimately, we know what IKF is. Like, this isn't going to be like he just comes out of nowhere and hits like 20 homers. Like, we know he's going to be, like you said, good, good bat to ball guy. He'll put it in play, and he offers you like decent. Okay, so he offers you good range at shortstop, but he can't field routine ground balls. So it's like, yep. you know, there, there's a there's above a average at balls hit directly at him. Right. There's a big con to the pro, and um, I'll tell you what. Right now, I'd rather go with the Peraza Volpe train and and just hope one of them stands out. We know Peraza is going to be elite defensively for what it's worth. You know, we know Volpe is going to yes. be at least good defensively. Offensively, we just don't know. Like they could Peraza could kill it this year. We don't know. Anthony Volpe could get elevated and kill it this year. Like and the thing is, Volpe is a guy that gets better as he gets more uh, assimilated with you know just with the different levels of play. So he needs time. If the Yankees are going to call him up, they can't play the call him up, send it back down, call him up, send it back down game. They cannot do that. They have to call him up and permanently keep him up. You know what I mean? Like he's, when he yeah. gets there, he is there to stay. He is not there to be, you know, sent back and forth. You know, it's, it's the not, it's not a worthwhile strategy. If he, like, if he makes, makes the roster or if he's caught up in like May and then for two right. months come deadline time, he's basically batting a hundred. I'd be like, all right, dude, you're clearly not ready. Go back down to AAA. We'll, we'll try this again later at the end of the season when we have expanded rosters. That's the only reason I'd send him down, because you're 100% right. Sometimes the best way to get into the majors is, by, is baptism by fire. And that's what happened with mm-hmm. Oswald Peraza. They called him up, first of all, way too late, because they believed IKF would just show up for whatever reason and turn on the Jets, which didn't happen. And we saw what, hap- we saw what Peraza did. He had a 146 WRC+, and an 832 OPS in the 18-game sample size at the majors. And clearly, he, imp- he impressed the... Uh, organization enough to where they were throwing him out at shortstop in the ALCS despite not having played him in the ALDS. So it's like what the the whole configuration of the roster last year was kind of made complicated because IKF had such a long leash. So if we cut our ties with IKF and bring in Josh Harrison instead, what the team could also do is be like, hey, if you're not very good, you're just going to get outrighted. That's that's how it works, and you're you're gone. You're 35. You're a veteran of the game. We respect that, and we appreciate you coming to the team. But if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. We cut our losses, and it's probably gonna be three million or a veteran minimum deal that he sign on. So it's not like this would be some big investment, which is why I really convinced myself on Josh Harrison. Um, he basically he just he brings the same things to the table that IKF does. Sure, he's gonna probably strike out more than IKF, barely. But he's also probably going to post more of a slugging. He's probably going to play better defense at second and third. And he's just got a better overall offensive skill set. Ryan brought up a great point in the article he did on uh, Josh Harrison yesterday, where you take away his April and May, or his March and April. It was his April and May, yeah. He had a 50 WRC plus those two months combined. Terrible. Awful. But he was also dealing with a shoulder injury, and it was clearly affecting his play and his swing plane. From there on out, he had a 114 WRC plus and OPS like 720. So it's like, that sounds fine to me. Played great defense as well, as you noted, in such a small sample size. I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm convincing myself as we're doing this episode more and more that maybe Josh Harrison would be a good get. Like, especially if we move one of these infielders, IKF, it'd be a great get. Yeah, I think you might be right about that. So, you know, we'll see what happens here. Definitely an interesting kind of odd target the Yankees have had, but we'll see what happens. This is definitely a decent player who could have some value if the Yankees find a way to include him in their active roster plans or maybe even invite him to spring training. I mean, I think he's good enough to be on a team, um, but if it seems like he's still a free agent and, and maybe he would have signed already, maybe they invite him, see what he can do, and then maybe he wins his way onto the roster. You know, we'll see what happens exactly. here. Definitely uh, always an, an interesting. Too. Like, cash yeah. for the past 
last couple of years was has been linked to Josh Harrison. I want to say in like 2016 or 2017, the Yankees were like engaged in trading for Josh Harrison. And he's also mm-hmm. been teammates with Garrett Cole. So they go way back. I don't know. I, I'm, I See what I'm doing, dude? I'm just convincing myself more and more. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> convincing ourselves why this makes sense. But guys, I'd love to hear your perspectives below in the YouTube comments. You, you know, your opinions on Josh Harrison, if you think he makes sense. Or you think maybe we need to, you know, focus a little bit more on left field. Always happy to hear your thoughts and have a good conversation Jack below. Chisholm, put him in left field. I don't think they want to spend that much. You know, we won't even go after Brian Reynolds, let alone Jazz Chisholm. But I'll tell you what right now, guys. Let's go Giants. Let's get a win today. Let's beat the Eagles. It's been too long. Um, Really, really need that. But as always, my friends, make sure to have a fantastic rest of your day, a fantastic weekend. Like, subscribe as always, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.